You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share here significant and heartfelt messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face your challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. I'm excited for this series in January. As Audie was talking about the story of Abraham and Isaac, this amazing, amazing, amazing story, conflicting, controversial, but beautiful and powerful with a powerful message. We're going to talk about courage. Everybody say courage. courage. God has dreams for your life. Do I hear a loud amen? amen? God has dreams for your year. God's going to open new doors. God's going to pave new paths. God is going to do a lot of things in your life. But if you want those dreams to come true, you need to have courage. You need to have boldness. You need to be brave. And many of us act in fear. And so, Audie and I will we'll be praying that at the end of this series, you will have enough courage to do what God wants you to do. If you believe that God's going to do something this January, through this series, as you receive the Word of God, make a happy noise, everybody. Make a happy noise. I'm going to invite you to, 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 again, you know, this is the first feast of the year, so let's, let's set the standard. Everybody say standard. standard. If you want to be the, the audience that God wants you to be at the feast for 2019, I want you to be a noisy audience, all right? Be noisy, respond, react, you know? Shout amen or shout yes, brother Bo, or whatever, you know? Just, just shout, you're handsome. I mean, you know, whatever you want to shout, just... Thank you. We're going to pick out this story, Abraham, Isaac, God asking Isaac to offer his own son, in other words, to kill him, you know, crazy, crazy story. Uh, Audie was already explaining to you a bit, you know, that this, this is, that was not really the intention, but anyway, what we're going to do is I'm going to pick out three strategies on how to have more courage from this story. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. ready. Strategy number one is to take the first step. First tiny step right away. In verse 3 of chapter 22, the story goes like this. So God already tells him, you offer Isaac. So early the next morning, Abraham cut some wood for the sacrifice, loaded his donkey, and took Isaac for, and two servants with him. Read the next line with me. They started out for the place that God had told him about. Everybody say, started out. If there's one thing that you need to do, you need to start out. I want you to elbow somebody beside you really hard until that rib gets broken and say, start out. Our problem is we know what to do already. We're not starting out. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? You know you're supposed to lose weight. You know you're supposed to improve your relationship with your daughter. You know. I mean, you, you absolutely know. You, you, you've been thinking of that sideline for the longest time. And all you, you know, you've, you've got the books and you've, you've asked people, but you've, you, you don't start. You, everybody say start. start. You know, you've, you've been at, three of your friends have already lost 20 pounds because of IF. 
And they already told you. Ah, that, that's intermittent fasting. They, 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 they don't eat for 16 hours. They only eat 8 hours during the day. Three of your friends said, this works, you know. And, and you've got to add water. Just, just drink lots and lots and lots of water. And, and, and they, they, they recommend the book already by, by Dr. Paragas to you. And you know, you've, you've heard it uh, uh, there in the book table. And, and, and they, but you don't start. Everybody say, it's time to start. And that's what Abraham did. Can you imagine how confused Abraham was? God tells him, offer your son Isaac. Huh? What? Offer like, like symbolically, Lord, I offer. No, kill. And then put on the wood and burn. What? You're against that. You hate that. With the Canaanites and the other religions and all the other idols who do that. And then you're telling me to do it. He was probably so confused. Not only was he confused because of that, he was confused of another reason. Ask me what? Years ago, God told Abraham, Abraham, you're going to be the father of nations. You're going to be the father of many, many nations. Look at the stars. That's the number of people that will come out of you. And, and, and Abraham probably snickered and said, <laughs> No kid. No kid, Lord. No kid. How can I be the father of many nations? I don't have even one. I'm old. I'm an old man. I'm a, I've been, I'm a has-been. Hello. And then God says, I'm going to give you a son. And then boom. It's his wife Sarah gives birth. Isaac. Yes, I have a son. And then a few years later, Abraham, kill your son. Wait a minute. What, what, how about that promise? That promise you told me I'm going to be the father of many nations. You understand how confused? How many of you get confused sometimes? You know what? Even if you're confused, take the first step. You got that? Everybody say, even if I'm confused... I'll take the first tiny step. Right away. It's got to be right away. Have you already, like even before January 1 or, 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 or a day after, you, you already sat down, you know, wrote some plans. I'm going to start my sideline. I'm going to earn this money. And this is what I'm going to do. How many of you have stuff in your house that you've not used for the past year? Raise your hand. Clothes, shoes, gadgets, whatever. You have? Can you sell them online? Through FB? Why not start there as a sideline? Hey, earn some money. You know, now here's the thing, here's the thing. Okay, this is my sideline. This is what I'm going to do. This is, this is how much I'm going to earn. You know what? Before the day ends. Everybody say, before the day ends. You've got to take that first step. Don't sleep without making. It's called the law of momentum. Put that on your side. So, principle number one, strategy number one. You've got to what? Take, take the first tiny step right away. Here's strategy number two. This is what happens. Next verse. On the third day, Abraham saw the place in the distance. Then he said to the servants, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there and worship. Read the line with me. And then... We will come back to you. Say that again. And then we will come back to you. I love that line. He did not say, My son and I, we will go over there and we will worship and then I will get back to you. No, he said, We. He believed that God's going to do something that he and his son will be able to come back. Did, did you get that? that and how? 
He doesn't know how it's going to happen. In the book of Hebrews, way outside, way in the New Testament, it says there that Abraham perhaps believed that God will resurrect his son after killing him. God, he, you know, he didn't know. He didn't know the how. He didn't know how God will do it. Which, which is strategy number two. Focus on the why, not the how. Because if you focus on the how, you will even be more fearful. That, that's, what, that's, what, that's what happens when... My dear friends, there are, we, you've got dreams. You've got goals. Sometimes we don't know how it's going to happen. But I want you to believe that if your why is big enough, the how does not matter. The how will take care of itself. If you believe and if you hold on to that why. Abraham believed that something good will happen. Because God is good. That's why. That's why something good. And as you face this new year, I want you to believe that. Everybody say this with me. Something good will happen. Because God is good. Do you believe in that? I want you to, I want you to shout that out. I want you to say that again. Everybody say, something good will happen. This year. Because God is good. Everybody say, I don't know how. You don't know how, but that's okay. I, I, I want you to take that first step, even if you don't know what is step 96 or step 942. You still don't know, but you know what's the first step. You take that first step. Do I hear a loud amen? amen. What keeps you fearful is fussing on the how. And you've got to make that decision. You know what? Let, let, me, let me say this to you. This is very, very important. Everybody say, I'm listening. I love wisdom. I read lots of books. I, I don't have a library in my house. My library has a house. That's how I have so many books. It's crazy. I love reading. I'm, voracious, I'm a voracious reader. I love going to mentors. But, everybody say but. but. There are half of you. Half of you. You already know what to do. You already have the wisdom. You've read enough books. You've asked enough mentors. You already... You don't need more wisdom. You need more courage. And, and, and there, there... You know what? I, again, I, I'm not saying, you know, go right and jump. No, get all the wisdom that you can. But at the end of the day, there comes a point when you say, I've got to make that first step. And you don't know yet the how. It's okay. The why is more important. Everybody say the why. Can, can, I, can I give you a little entrepreneurial lesson for entrepreneurs? Listen to me. Listen to me. You know, you've seen this sometimes, that the founder of the business, of that tiny, tiny, tiny business, he makes it grow, he makes it grow. And after 20 years, it's a big company. He hires executives who are professional, who've got all the skill, who know the how. And sometimes it works. The company becomes three times bigger and four times bigger. Sometimes it does not work. Ask me why. It does not work sometimes because the founder was able to pass on the how, but not the why. There is no fire in the belly. The hunger is not there with the other guys, with the other executives. Do you understand me? 
Because why is more important than the how. Because if you know why you're doing what you're doing, if you have the why behind your dream, you will find a way how to do it. You'll crawl, you'll run, you'll jump, you'll walk, you'll open doors, you'll, you'll do whatever, you, whatever it takes. Here's principle number three. Are you ready? Are you ready? Verse 6, Abraham made Isaac carry the wood. Just imagine that. You've got this little boy. Abraham carrying the wood for the sacrifice. And he himself carried a knife and live coals to start the fire. As they walked along together, Isaac spoke up. Father! He answered, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Father! <laughs> and he answered, yes, my son. Isaac asked. I see that you have the coals and the wood. But where is the lamb for this sacrifice? Abraham answered. <laughs> you can just imagine. You're the little kid, right? And you're, you're bringing the wood. And, and you notice that there's the wood, there's the coal, there's the knife. But where's the animal? And so you ask your dad, where's the lamb? You can just imagine the position of Abraham. Uh... G uh, um, um. And then you know what he said? He said, he said, God himself will provide one. And the two of them walked on together. You see, you and I, we're like Isaac. We look at the wood, we look at the coal, we look at the knife and we say, where, where, where's, where's the answered prayer? Where's the miracle? Where's the provision? Where's the provision? Principle number three. You've got to understand this. The provision you're praying for, it's you. The miracle you're praying for, you. You, you are the miracle you're praying for. And, and don't, don't clap yet, don't clap. You clap after I say this. <laughs> a lot of times, hey, hey, let me backtrack a bit. Do you want a fantastic 2019? Do you want some miracles to happen in this year? Do you want some answered prayer to happen? Do you want some dreams achieved this year? You've got to do step one. And step one is this. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. Before you see some miracles happen in your life, you've got to believe with all your heart that you already are by yourself a miracle. You yourself are an answered prayer. You, you, you are made in the image and likeness of God. You have... You need strength, it's in you. You need joy, it's within you. You need wisdom, it's within you. You need peace, it's within you. You need love, it's within you. You are a walking miracle. You are. I want you to stand up. Stand up. And I want you to believe this. I want you to believe this. We're, we're going to enter into prayer, but before I do, let me ch just, just, just prepare and set it up for you with a story. When I was 10 years old, I didn't like myself and I wasn't happy because my grades were bad. Do I have some classmates here? <laughs> and not only were my grades bad, I was horrible in sports. Really horrible. What made it worse was I had a seatmate. He was new in the, in the school. His name was Ariel. And man, he was the star player of every game in PE. He was 
I mean any game with a ball. Football, baseball, volleyball, basketball. He was MVP. Me, I was MBP. Most bano player. I, I would be dribbling and I'd fall, trip. The, I was just horrible. And the only game that, with the ball that I was good at was Jackstone. Because I had five older sisters, I had no choice. We were a co-ed school and Ariel, he saw three girls seated on the floor playing Jackstone. He sat beside them. He beat them all. He did ten perfect exhibitions. Oh, you, you play the game, huh? huh? And, and it was just, he is so good in anything. It's like, but let me tell you, that guy, Ariel, he was only, not only good in sports, he was our first honor. And so there I was, just, you know, beside him, I felt, I felt like this, like so incredibly small. Well, one day, homeroom teacher comes in and says, remember class, I told you to bring some art material? Today, we're going to make a we're going to draw our own little greeting card and we're going to give it to a classmate. And I kind of like smiled and I said, I'm not good in sports. I'm horrible in academics. But if there's one thing I know I'm good at, it's drawing. In fact, that's the reason why I wasn't good in class. I wasn't listening to the class. I was just drawing. You know, Half of my notebook was filled with Superman and Tarzan and Spider-Man and Batman and Voltus 5. I mean, that, that, that was me. That was me. And so I, I smiled. I said, yeah, good. Got a piece of paper, folded it, started drawing. Superman in all his blue and red blazing glory. And then the teacher said, are you done, class? If you're done, pick a random classmate and give your greeting card. Ariel gives me his card. And I got it. And I looked at it. And I froze. I froze rose his drawing it was like it was made by a disney animator it was so good i, I wanted my heart was screaming what can you not do i just i opened it my gosh the calligraphy was perfect that it was like it came out from a printing press. The words. You know, for a 10-year-old kid, that was fantastic. You know what it said? I like blue ships. I like red ships. But most of all, I like friendships. Thank you for being my friend, Ariel. I wanted to kill him. Why are you so good? You know what? I said, wow, and I thought I was good in drawing. And I, I felt so ashamed of my card. I slowly hid it. You know, just not worthy. You know, that day I remember I went past by this, the school chapel. Sat on the last row. Nobody was there. I, I remember I, I felt so horrible. I felt so sad. 
that, that was one dark day of my 10-year-old life because I looked at God in that chapel and I said, God, you're unfair. On the day that you were distributing talents, why did you skip me? I'm bad in here, I'm bad in that, I'm not good in this, I thought I was good in drawing, and then, you know, really, really sad. Of course, I did not know. I did not know that three years later, just three years later, I would speak to a prayer group of 30 people. And three years later, when I was 16 years old, I, I would be already speaking to 20,000 people in the Araneta Coliseum. And, and, and the... You know, in hindsight, I look back. If I could only travel back in time, if I could, I would visit that 10-year-old boy in the last pew of that school chapel. And I would sit beside him. And I'd put my arm around that kid. And I'd say, little boy, just wait. Just wait. Because... The very thing you're looking for is already inside you. You are the miracle that you're praying for. Everything that you need for happiness and success and, you know, that not, not false success, but the real success that really matters. It's all inside you. Little Bo, you are a walking miracle and you 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 just wait and i speak that word to you right now right now this moment you may be feeling bad that whatever you know stuff is happening it's all a mess and you you lack this and you lack that and you feel inadequate here you feel inadequate there you compare yourself with some batchmate you compare yourself with a friend you compare yourself with some person in the office and you say why why is that person so blessed why am i not you just wait you just wait You're the miracle you've been praying for. You really are. You just don't see it yet. But it's all there. Can I lead you into prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can I invite you? If this is a comfortable posture for you, just raise your hands and surrender. And just say this after me. Jesus, I thank you that this day, you're filling my heart with courage. That the miracle I'm praying for is me. I am the answered prayer. You have already provided everything that I need to do what you want me to do. The strength, the wisdom, the joy, the peace, the love. I am the miracle that I am praying for. I am the walking miracle. In Jesus' name.
Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, please visit lightfam.com slash podcasts.